developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. So excited to welcome our next guest on the show, Porter Larson, executive producer of The Drive, Utah Insider as well, here for ESPN 700. Porter, how's it going? you guys doing, strangers? <laughs> doing awesome. Yeah, long time no seat. Now, uh... Man, let's get right into this, Porter. I mean, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban really gave us a ton to talk about this week. What do you make of the beef between Saban versus Jimbo uh, earlier this week? Yeah, obviously gives guys like us plenty of fodder, plenty of stuff to talk about, right? But um, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's 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 drama. So it, it gives us uh, storylines pretty much throughout the whole summer. Um, but at the end of the day, for me, <laughs> you can boil it down to two multimillionaires, uh, bitching about players getting able to being able to be play, paid now, right. Being able to make compensation off of their revenue generating talent, which it shifts the power dynamic. And I, I understand why they're insecure, why they're scared about it. Um, but for, from Nick Saban's perspective, um, <laughs> Buddy, you've been doing this below water the entire time, right? If, if you know anybody anywhere near the Alabama football, football program, you understand that guys have been getting taken care of. And I don't think that's a bad thing, right? I know it broke the rules before. I don't think it's a bad thing. Cars, apartments for moms, whatever it is, awesome. These guys should be getting compensation for their skills and services. Um, but for Nick Saban now, it's not that he's mad that this is happening. It's mad that it's changed his status, right? It's, it's, it's even the playing field a little bit, at least for some of these other big-time programs like Texas A&M, right? That oil money, that, that, uh, that big booster revenue. So for Saban, he's never lost, right? He's never lost to his pupils, if you will. Last year, he did it twice, and then he lost on the recruiting, recruiting trail to Jimbo. And now he's reacting like a petulant child. And it's, it's pretty funny to see. Um, and then on Jimbo's side, right, he comes out and does that press, press conference. I don't think he was very calculated. I think it was sloppy. Um, but, man, is it good television. It's, it's fun to watch. Um, and, and now October 8th, Texas A&M and Alabama is one that we all have circled on our calendar. But, like I said, it, it's big picture um, it's kind of gross that, uh, you know, guys are, are now being able to capitalize on, on their NIL and they have the freedom to transfer and do what they want to do. And this is the reaction of men in power who are used to having all the power. And now there's a little bit of a dynamic shift. And, you know, I do think obviously there are some issues. There are some, some things that we need to do to, to, to regulate and, and, and dial this thing in. But at the end of the day, I think right now we're seeing the pendulum sh- swing so far in one direction because it's been so out of balance for so long. And we're going to see that market correct itself, right? We're, we're going to see a lot of boosters get burned. They're going to give 500 grand to a kid who never ends up playing and never ends up being uh, uh, 
a public figure or notable at all. So the market's going to correct itself just as it does with every other market in the United States. And guys are going to have to adapt. If you're a college football coach and you want to continue, you're going to have to adapt because this is where we are. It's not going back. Uh, well, Supreme Court rulings are not supposed to go back, but I guess we, we'll see how that yeah. goes uh, knowing uh, the last couple of months. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's one thing where uh, I think it's, it's a clear power dynamic shift. And it's one that's been in the waiting for a long, long time. And it's it's kind of funny to see the guys uh, up top squirm a little bit when it happens. Yeah, Porter, you talk about that uh, dynamic shift, that power shift. And here's Nick Saban, a guy who's really been on top of college football for the last, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And just a little while ago, he was talking about how we need more parity in college football <laughs> Do you think the NIL era is going to bring more parity, whether Nick Saban likes it or not? Or or do you think it's going to go the opposite, where the rich just keep getting richer? Well, I, I think there's some truth to both. Um, the rich are going to keep getting richer, uh, but here's the deal. Now other opportunities are going to arise for other people to get richer as well. <laughs> I mean, there's there's just that that freedom right where kids can do what they want you saw uh with the the recruit hunter that goes to to jackson state right um that's not something that would have happened five ten years ago and it happened because he's able to now uh capitalize on his celebrity and his brand while playing college football so you don't have to rely on that big alabama logo you don't have to rely on that usc trojan logo when you yourself can can go out and capitalize on these things now. Um, so I do think that there is a, a little tinge of, right, the rich are going to get richer because it's, it's how it plays. It's how it's, it's always gone in, in this capitalistic society. So th- that's always going to happen. But what it does do is it opens doors for other people, um, right? There's, there's boosters at all of these schools, right? You even go up to Logan. There's a billionaire that went to Utah State who loves sports and can now, uh, at least above water, uh, be a little bit more involved in, in trying to bring guys he wants. Or, you know, obviously this is all still very new and very tricky to, to navigate. Um, but I do think that it will, at the very least, be beneficial for a lot of players in not just the big schools, right? Um, you can now... Be, be a little a celebrity in a small town, go to a little car dealership and, and make some money, uh, sign an autograph or even have it get a car deal. Right. Like these are things that we've seen happen even here in Salt Lake. Um, so I, the rich are always going to get richer. That's just how they designed this whole thing. Uh, but I also do think it's, it's going to be something where the, the rising tide does lift all boats a little bit. And at the end of the day, I do think it's a good thing. Um, in, in, in all aspects, I just I, I do understand some of the critiques on, you know, the Wild West stuff. Right. It, it, it is the Wild West right now. And that's that's on fault of the NCAA. That's on fault of Mark Emmert and the, the conference leaders for not doing anything, anything after that Supreme Court ruling. And frankly, before that Supreme Court ruling, when they had years and years of opportunity, we've all been talking about this. They know we've been talking about it. They've been talking about it. They just decided to hang on and, and, and try and clutch their pearls until the last minute. And now that's why we're we're kind of uh, stuck in this, as I said, where this pendulum has swung so far in the other direction. 
I think it'll correct itself and, and, and we'll see things get back to maybe not normal like we were used to in college football, but, but more normal and uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Porter. Uh, James Peterson, Bryce Larson, talking with Porter Larson, executive producer of The Drive, Utah Football Insider as well for ESPN 700 here on Sports Saturday on ESPN 700. We're going until noon. Uh, Porter, I wanted to ask you, because we've talked off air about this, one of the main issues, and Nick Saban came out later uh, on Thursday after Jimbo's press conference, after he saw the fallout of what he said um, Wednesday night, he, to his credit, he said, hey, I I didn't mean, I didn't point them out just to single them out and try to, and try to do all those things. I was trying to highlight the problems with uh, enforcement on the NCAA side of right. things. Um, so, and we've talked off the air about how there's really, the big problem is there's really not much the, the NCAA can do on this. So what could they do to try to regulate, to try to bring some regulation to this? And then in your opinion, what should they do to do that? That would be legally that this, that they wouldn't be facing a bunch of lawsuits that they're going to end up losing if they, by doing those kind of things, uh, to try to regulate this NIL stuff. Right, we've talked about it. Uh, you can't regulate NIL. That's been decided. You can't tell them when, you can't tell them where, you can't tell them how. Your name, image, and likeness is yours and yours alone. That is the decision from the Supreme Court. So I've heard a lot of people hand-wringing about, you know, maybe we can only do NIL deals during the season or once kids are on campus or once kids are signed with a school. No, that's called antitrust. You cannot do that. This has been decided. So you have to adapt now. You have to move on. You have to find ways to now, if you're the NCAA, maybe work with the third parties, these collectives, these boosters, instead of instead of having to separate it all and, and be this weird policing entity, let them get paid and work with them on it instead of trying to police it, right? Um, right now, it, it's so much of trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube, which is impossible, that it, it, it's it's funny to watch because I, I don't understand their thought process there, right? The, 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 the NCAA has spent more money going back and trying to reverse lawsuits that they're not going to win than they have just being proactive and being forward thinking. And, and to me, it's, it's asinine, right? Um, I mean, every American citizen has the ability to go out and capitalize on whatever their celebrity or notability may be. They can make a cameo page. They can, they can make a Patreon. They can make it any sort of uh, name, image, and likeness revenue generating service they want to use. They can, they can go out and sign autographs. They can do any of this. The only people in the country who have never been able to do that over the course of the past 50, 60 years are college athletes. And it's, it's BS. Like, we, we can call it that, and, and we have been. And I, I just think that people are so stuck in their ways and stuck in their thought processes about how it's been that way for so long that they don't stop to realize that it's been so wrong for so long, right? I mean, that's to me, that's insane, just thinking about it. Now, we all think it's normal because it's what we've grown up with, but imagine if you were a music student, right? You were, you're going to school and you were, you're trying to get a degree in, in education or music. And for some reason, they wouldn't let you go play the piano and teach lessons for free, like, or, or for money. Like that, that was your job. Probably that's, that's a way you're trying to make a living, but they won't let you do it. Right. 
even though you're spending 30, 40 hours a week doing it, contributing probably to revenue generating services. Oh, but you can't capitalize on that, right? See, that's insane and illegal. But for so long, the NCAA has been able to operate illegally with the backing of the United States government. So now that it's changed, I, I think it's really hard to, to, to nail down a solution. So for me, you have such an issue with these players going out and branding themselves and, and trying to, you know, make, make money off themselves, which they can do and they'll be able to do now forever. Um, pay them maybe <laughs> like that, that's, that's the only, that's the only thing that I look towards as a, a real solution from the NCAA right now. There's other things that we can do outside of that. That, that, that we can maybe mitigate some of the issues, right? We can work maybe uh, with these collectives and, and try and, 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 and make it a little more uniform. But at the end of the day, if the NCAA and if colleges want to do something about it, they have to come up to the bargaining table. I mean, these, these are schools, even like Utah, BYU, that make multi, multi-millions of dollars in revenue every season. Kyle Whittingham makes $4 million a year. His assistants make half a million dollars a year. So you're telling me you can't pay one of the players 15 grand a stipend, right? I understand the scholarship is one thing. And the scholarship is of value. And the scholarship always will be of value. Um, but if you feel like you're falling behind, if you feel like, uh, if you feel like this is something that's getting out of hand, then why don't we just pay the players? Why don't we just pay the kids who are spending 40 hours a week at their job without getting paid for it, right? I, I, I even saw people this last week, James Bryce, who were upset that the scholarship limits were being expunged. Yeah. Like, what? So you're upset that now the last 10, 15 kids on this roster are going to be compensated for the 40-plus hours a week that they spend working their ass off on the football field? Like, being the practice squad guys for Kyle Whittingham and his crew? You're upset now that they can be on scholarship? Really? It, it, it's, it's the result of a lot of years of propaganda from the NCAA that, that has people really clinching on to this old guard of college football, which I understand because college football is awesome. The tradition, the pageantry, everything about it is, is something you want to keep and hold on to. But there's no reason you can't keep that tradition, that pageantry, and also still compensate people for their time and hard work. I think that it's something that we might see in the future. And I think it's the only way really um, that, that, that college sports uh, are going to find a way to even this out in a way that, that you're saying, right? Otherwise, it's going to be up to third parties because the NCAA doesn't want to do that. They don't want to solve any problems. They just want to kind of backpedal and, and see how they can deal with them. Porter, I wanted to get your thoughts on one more thing. Um, this is something that not a lot of people are talking about. And I feel like there's a, a faction of student athletes that are getting left out of the NIL deals and it's simply because they're international students. What do you think the NCAA needs to do? I don't know if it has to be within, uh, if they need to go to the U.S. government and try to petition them to be able to get these international students the ability to uh, receive NIL deals because at the moment they're not able to with the visas that they're on. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's that's something they have to figure out because that's that's again 
um, goes back to the Supreme Court ruling, right? If a, a United States citizen can do it, but if folks are, are here visiting or, or, as you said, on visas, um, they should be able to as well. And, and I don't think that should be that should be tough to figure out. That's probably an NCAA and uh, legislation issue, right? Um, because th- there's no reason they can't, right? Other people can come here from outside of the country and, and make money off of off of whatever they want to, um, right? Even on visas, get, people can come here and and even if they're an Instagram influencer, they make 10k off of their Instagram account, and they're not from a, not from the United States, right? So. There's there's ways you can do it. You got to work around. I'm sure. I'm sure a, a certain amount of loopholes. I'm not exactly sure what the NCAA stuff is that 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 stops them from doing that. Um, but I have seen a, a lot of that uh, surface, Bryce. And yeah, I mean that's that's just that's just something that they have to figure out immediately. Really, I I, I don't understand why that would even be on the table as as far as uh, limiting what they can do. Um, and, and that's something that, yeah, as you mentioned, it, it's because of the visa issue. So I'm, I'm relatively certain um, that would be something that you work with your Congress or, or the Senate on and, and try and, and get something passed. For, frankly, I don't think that should be difficult. I don't think it should be controversial. Um, and hopefully they can get it soon. Absolutely. Well, Porter, thank you so much for the time. Uh, you, you definitely brought some things that I I think is lacking around uh, on the airwaves when we're talking about this NIL stuff about what the NCAA really can do <laughs> versus what they should be doing. So I appreciate the right. uh, insights and uh, I, I guess we'll see you around next week. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll see you guys Monday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See you Monday. Have a good weekend. Likewise guys. Thanks. All right, Porter Larson, love Porter. Yeah, uh, one of the Thanks, one of the better Porter. guys in this uh, in this market for sure. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.